Welcome to another edition of State, your weekly regulatory roundup of relevant regulatory news. Whether you are new to this industry, a chief compliance officer, or just an all-around compliance badass, this podcast is for you. Each week, State will present news that is relevant to our industry in a short and concise format. State is presented to you by Blue Ocean Consulting. At Blue Ocean, we don't want to be just another consulting firm that you use, but a true partner and extension of your compliance team. I am your host, Brian Jacobson, and as always, thank you for listening to State. Thank you for joining me for another episode of State. It is the week of August 11th, 2023, and this is Brian Jacobson, your host. In today's episode, we will have the following news stories. Finner raises the bar, new continuing education requirements for 2023. SEC shines a light on broker-dealer AML and sanctions compliance issues. The Curve Hacker throws a curveball. Discover your dream job, current openings in compliance. And as always, if you enjoy State, please consider hitting the subscribe button. And now, without further ado, let's get on to the news. FINRA raises the bar, new continuing education requirements for 2023. So FINRA recently redid their continuing education, and this year you're going to see quite a few changes. The first of which is they have a regulatory element that's going to be required of all registered persons. And what's important here is that they're going to require every registered person to complete this on an annual basis. Generally, before it was on a every two-year cycle, but now it'll be an annual cycle. Some other things to note is that the regulatory element will be completed through FINRA CE platform. You, you need to have FINPRO access for anyone that uh, doesn't know. FINPRO is a way for you as a registered rep to see basically what's on your um, uh, U4 and, and basically your regulatory history. The courses uh, will be tailored based on the registrations that you hold. And to make it convenient, FINRA will have this as a web-based platform and you can start and stop any module at any point and it will automatically save your progress. To uh, finish CE, you need to have it completed by December 31st, 2023. If uh, there is an extension process, but really it's it's meant for uh, reps that have uh, undue hardship. Now, now the consequences of not completing CE uh, remain pretty pretty strict. Specifically, uh, you'll be barred from any activities that require registration, and um, that certainly means that you cannot receive compensation until you satisfy CE. Also, FINRA has decided that any representative that is CE inactive for two years in a row, they will terminate uh, the registration. So, you know, one thing I think that this highlights is that FINRA is continuing to invest time and resources in completing uh, and, and, and tailoring education for representatives to ensure that representatives that are uh, in this industry remain up to date on the, the current uh, regulatory environment. I think the SEC really highlights some really key areas for firms to focus on. I'd like to just point out just uh, two of them that I, I typically see when I do exams and, and things that I always recommend uh, firms to improve. So under independent testing, you know, it's important to note that testing is only one element of a, an effective AML program. There also needs to be an annual risk assessment that firms do. Now, 
The difference between the risk assessment and the testing is that the testing is very much a spot check of a firm's process to make sure that they're following whatever uh, it says in the WSP, whereas a risk assessment is really a more overall holistic view of a firm's AML program to, to look at things such as the client demographics, the product mix, the areas where the uh, company operates, is are there any uh, AML um, hotspots where, where the client, where the where the broker dealer is operating or has offices. Those are the type of things that you're doing in a risk assessment. And, and again, um, you need to make sure that you're doing that annually as well as your independent testing. Another thing that I uh, often note is that AML training, most firms will develop one AML training module and they'll roll that out for the entire uh, um, population of the broker dealer employees or registered reps, but they also need to tailor that based on job function. You know, there might be elements of that AML program that's going to be consistent and the same for, for all types of employees. But when you look at something like a um, operation analyst versus, let's say, a um, sales assistant in the field, you know, some of the things that they're going to be looking at and seeing are going to be much different. And therefore, you need to take that into account when you develop the training. SEC shines a light on broker-dealer AML and sanctions compliance issues. The SEC recently issued a risk alert highlighting several noted program deficiencies related to a firm's AML program. Specifically, they noted independent testing, um, the, the firms were not completing the testing in a timely manner, did not cover all aspects of their business, and did not address uh, observed uh, testing issues in a timely manner. AML training was also an issue where firms were not tailoring specific training based on their business model. Under CIP compliance, the SEC noted that many firms did not uh, have procedures that were, were designed to reasonably identify the true identity of customers. Under CDD and beneficial owner, firms did not update policies and procedures to reflect requirements of the CDD program. And finally, under OFAC compliance, Firms did not have a reasonable process to uh, look for uh, potential sanction uh, matches and sanction violations. The Curve hacker throws a curveball. So digital asset firm Curve had $70 million stolen in a hack that exploited several liquidity pools. Now, the hacker eventually returned $12.7 million back to Curve. And, and I love this. In an encrypted message... The hacker wrote, I saw some ridiculous views, so I want to clarify that I'm refunding you not because you can find me, it's because I don't want to ruin your project. Maybe it's a lot of money for a lot of people, but not for me. I'm smarter than all of you. Yes, that's right, a hacker with a heart. Now, you gotta love that, but uh, at the same time, Curve is offering a 1.85 million bounty to anyone able to uncover the hacker's identity. You know, this type of thing highlights the need for tighter regulations when it comes to these disaster firms. You know, the, the governance that these firms have are often not as good as you would uh, expect and, and certainly nothing uh, close to what you would expect in a broker-dealer or RA firm. The, um, the, the need to protect uh, data and, and the privacy rights, those are, are pretty 
new phenomenons for these digital asset firms. And uh, the, the truth is that usually their controls are not as strong as you would want. So again, um, I think this highlights the, the need to continue to push for tighter regulations within the, within the digital asset industry. Discover your dream job, current openings in compliance. So occasionally I receive notifications from recruiters asking if I can find a, a great candidate for different uh, jobs that, they're, uh, that, that are available and, and they ask for my help. So I thought I'd, I'd add this to the weekly um, uh, podcast and, and you know, to the extent that you're interested, uh, please send your resume to me. My address is Brian. Dot Jacobson at blueoceanllc.com and Brian is spelled with a Y and Jacobson is spelled S-E-N. But here's two uh, opportunities I'd like to highlight for anyone that's interested. There's a bank that is looking for an AML or BSA officer based out of Bergen County, New Jersey. The comp is in the mid-70s. And there's a, another firm that is looking for a surveillance guru. Uh, it's a large asset manager. Uh, has a very respectable and large budget, looking for someone with deriv derivatives expertise. The comp is expected to be somewhere north of 350000 So if uh, either of these positions interest you, again, please send your resume to me and I will make sure to forward it to the uh, recruiting manager and hopefully uh, it gets you your next opportunity. Thank you for listening to Staked, your weekly regulatory roundup of relevant regulatory news. As a reminder, the information discussed in this podcast is for informational purpose only and should never be construed as legal or compliance advice. Staked is presented to you by Blue Ocean Consulting. This is your host, Brian Jacobson, saying thank you for listening to another episode of Staked.